So Andy, it's inebriart. Inebriart. Okay. Yeah. So we started as a drink and draw. Sweet. Um, it was like oh. half a dozen artists that uh, decided they wanted to hang out at the bar and drink beer and draw on sketchbooks. Okay. Should and we grab that, a beer before we do this? <laughs> I'm down. And if you guys want to grab a beer, you want, do you you want a beer? Yeah. Do you want? I beer? love beer. Okay. Sure. All right. They have we're Corona hit, premieres. You, you got to, us Corona premieres. You have to ask the guy from inebriart if he wants a beer. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Just get the whole case. Yeah, we'll grab. We'll grab. Let's grab. All right, there we go. Go on, quite the yeah, journey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been quite the journey in the in the van. It's actually Chandler's like personal uh, vehicle. Oh got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, we pretty recently had moved out to San Diego from Hawaii. Hawaii, the, right? Yeah. yeah. The band was originally uh, formed in Hawaii, and doing the move, kind of planning ahead of doing some of the touring and stuff, and definitely a lot more planning on. West Coast touring, Chandler had gotten a Ford Transit, yeah, like cargo van, and you know, did a did a build out and stuff uh, for it, but definitely didn't quite have the intention of taking it full coast to coast, yeah, cross country. That's kind of cool though. Yeah. Yeah. Did you tour uh, along the way? Or uh, just did you drive over here? And then yeah. So we actually started the first show in San Diego. Um, which was nice to be able to start off kind of a, a hometown show of sorts, get yeah. one last sleep yeah. in our normal beds. In your normal bed. <laughs> right, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And then been hitting titties along the way. So um, Tucson, I think after that, then it was on to Tucson. Then we had a little bit of a break, um, made some pit stops and stuff to the three of us are all surfer boys so yeah. we went to waco texas because they have a wave pool over there oh really oh, cool. yeah. yeah um so we detoured to waco to go surf a wave pool and then oklahoma city was our next show and then kind of made our way up st oh, louis cool. and yeah and so this is listeners this is hang on landon yes all right Landon from Wide-Eyed Kids. Uh, the other guys are out grabbing beers. So yeah, they should yeah. be joining us shortly. They'll they'll be right back. Yeah. for sure. And uh, so how's it? So I had had I have family in PA. Okay. So I've taken that trip hundreds of times. Right. Connecticut sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners in Connecticut. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. just too goddamn long. Right. right. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's not too bad. It's like an eight-hour ish. 10-hour-ish ride. Yeah, I um, think... Did you play there last night? Yes. So we, we played in uh, in Philadelphia last night. Um, the part that makes the van travel just that much funnier. Oh, thank you, my friend. Um, and partially more uncomfortable, <laughs> but is the back actually doesn't have any windows. Okay. So, uh, which was an intentional choice on the... Um, you know, traveling, <laughs> traveling with gear and merch. Oh, sorry, we just keep putting them down. <laughs> yeah, we're like unload. <laughs> Tra- All those thumps are beers. <laughs> <laughs> traveling with gear and merch and any of the other things and and whatnot and not being super familiar with some of the cities that we're going to is a conscious choice to get something without windows so people couldn't see in yeah. too heavily and. Um, <clears throat> but it makes sitting in the back seat pretty brutal at times. Oh, I can imagine. I'm sorry. Because um, there's no... Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no Thanks, to, guys. Uh, Thanks for the beer. Yeah. Thanks for having so us. So, listeners, um, we are now joined by uh, Eric, Eric and Chandler. Eric and Chandler. All right. Um, again, of Wide-Eyed Kids. We were just... We figured we'd start without you. 
Absolutely. <laughs> that and, on a beer uh, run. Yeah. yeah. So I got to say, anytime the, the guests show up and be like, you want a beer, you guys are always welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, like you said, it's like inebriart. How can you not have a beer? My in the mix? favorite story about the name inebriart is the guy who came up with the name was so shit faced drunk. Oh that someone like later on was like, I think it was me later. I'm like, so you know about an ebriard? He's like, that's a really good fucking name. Like, yeah, asshole, it was your like your thought. So yeah, it, and it's just kind of stuck. And we work mostly with bars and breweries, and you know, so I drink professionally. Right, right. That's what yeah, we do too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> at least we we think we do. <laughs> <laughs> we think we can hang with the best, but I have like three beers. And so, are you all from Hawaii? Um, I'm originally from California. We're both originally from California, so I'm from Long Beach, yeah. born and raised. And I'm from like Costa Mesa, Newport area, like 30 minutes south, and then moved to Hawaii when I was like 17, 18 years old, and then lived there the last 10 years, and then... We actually all we did all a... Yeah, we, we did a bit of a swap. Um, they're from California, from the States, um, and then moved to Hawaii, and then I was born and raised in Hawaii, and then moved away to Las Vegas for university. Oh yeah, and ended up living there for six years, and then I'm headed there on Monday. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Don't lose your money. Yeah, I don't gamble. <laughs> uh, we went out last year. I spent a grand total of sixty dollars hmm. gambling, and I won fifty. Oh, that's a win. So yeah, yeah. so that's a win. You doubled your money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really my my good investment. Right, right. Better, uh, better return sure than we'll, the market. Yeah. We'll throw some money in slot machines, but it's not bores me to tears. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, um, but yeah, so I kind of did a a little swap in in those portions, but then I had moved back to Hawaii and reconvened with the boys, um, and all the stars kind of aligned for all of us to continue what they had started with the wide-eyed kids and keep it moving so what initially brought the band together i'm gonna sorry listeners if there's a thump i'm moving rearranging beers to move the mic <laughs> if you could only see what's around the mic, it's like, it's like a landmine of beer cans uh, they're uh sound bafflers yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, delay. so yeah so what brought the band together like i mean obviously music but like was there a specific spark where you guys you know, uh, playing in high school band, like what was, what was? We were at a party, and I Eric was freestyle rapping with my friends in the kitchen, and then I was like, oh, this guy's got kind of a dope voice, and I went over, said what up, and was like, yo, do you make music? And he's like, yeah, I make music. He's like, do you make music? And I was like, yeah, I make music. <laughs> Did we just then, become best friends? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did the whole like, oh, like all drunk, like yeah, let me get your number, we'll meet up, we'll record something or jam, whatever, and like you just never, you know, half the time you just never actually follow through or whatever. Yeah. And we actually hung out, like, the next day and made, like, a bunch of songs and then... Thunder Buddies for Life. Yeah, (laughs) so it was just me and Eric for, like, five years. And then um, uh, Landon came on end of 2021. We were like, oh, let's add some drums or whatever. I'd lived with Landon, kind of... He was doing his own little side stuff with music. And then we were like, oh, he's like, I can play drums. And then ended up playing drums and it was kind of funny being here about to open for Swayze on tour with him is like our first show all together was opening for Swayze in Hawaii oh shit yeah, yeah. So oh that's cool moment. kind of full circle and yeah it's your first tour on the east coast uh we did like a Little. mini DIY one but yeah. this is our first like actual tour where we're like 
playing lots of shows and not doing Are we the everything ourselves. The rest of the country make us out to be. Maybe driving. There's some. Oh, they're aggressive. Yeah. But that's anywhere. Yeah, it was funny though because when I, when I was, I think my senior year of university. I I had met Chandler actually. He worked at this local like, it's not it wasn't like a cafe place, but it's it like was a plate lunch spot. Plate lunch spot. <laughs> yeah. And he would be the one serving. And then I remember I would go there and I'd see him, and then I'd kind of be like, "What's up? What's up?" And he would just hook it up, just <laughs> three scoops, of <laughs> <laughs> my hair and everything. Just like this guy's the fucking up. man. Yeah. And then like months later, I saw him at the at a party because we had mutual friends. And like we said, he was just playing music, and I was just kind of doing my thing, and then it just, you know, stuck. And he comes from a lot. We all come from different musical backgrounds, mm-hmm. um, both what we played growing up and genre that we prefer or like we gravitate towards. So, for example, I'd say Chandler gravitates more towards like rock or indie rock or like oldies, um, whereas I. I'm not going to ask you to define oldies because you're just going to piss me off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. don't ask him to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm going to defer to him. Like, to me, oldies is like doo-wop. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, my kids are like, oh, I was listening to oldies station. I'm like, what was on? They're like, Nirvana. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. I like just kind of a little bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, like, he'll like, be like 2014 is oldies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then like for me, I, I would say I'm predominantly influenced by like reggae or hip-hop or and like some electronic music yeah i feel like landon you're kind of like all over i would say a little this man probably a little more music a little more in like dance music and pop music for sure yeah Yeah, i was like listening to your stuff on the way over here because i was trying to do that before oh shit see i'm the asshole that didn't (laughs) check oh i better make sure mine's embarrassing mine's got like a minion like going on and on all sorts (laughs) of Yeah, dude, just get on vibe. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Put the phones on vibe. Well, I had it so I could hear when you guys arrived. Right, so, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have an excuse, sort of. Um, yeah, so I was listening to you guys on the way over here, and uh, we were listening, me and Jeff, before you guys got here. And um, it it very much, I hope this doesn't sound like an insult because it's not meant at all, but it had the same vibe that uh, Sunflower by Post Malone. Like, okay. That's kind of like I'll take that. the vibe that I got from like your music. I yeah. Think how do you see I hate asking people like you can't classify music anymore because it's right. everything is such a hybrid right um but like how when do people ask you like what style of music like what, what how do you explain you guys it's kind of awkward sometimes because like people ask like what genre do you play expecting you to be like oh rock or hip hop or whatever and then you try to explain and you're like well it's a little bit this a little bit this and then they just think you're crazy like they'll just yeah. be like well Chandler back in my day there were four things <laughs> classic country yeah I'd yeah. <laughs> say just genre genre bending or blending yeah like you could just be like I feel like when you have to like fully define it, the one that we've kind of settled on making it the easiest is like indie reggae rock. <laughs> indie reggae rock, <laughs> okay. yeah, indie reggae rock, yeah. I mean, that would, or just like if you're looking indie. for a general category, yeah. indie. I think indie yeah. kind of classifies a lot of things that you can't really put a thumb on and just be like, this is that. Yeah. So we generally just say indie music if we're looking for somebody that just like, what do you make? It's indie music, but yeah. when you look into it more specifically you can like pick apart certain things that you're like oh like i hear so this chord progression that 
has maybe more of a reggae influence, but I hear, you know, some electronic synths and drum beats that are more like hip-hop or um, indie rock focus. So it's kind of like whatever we like. It's like indie chili. Indie <laughs> chili. Oh, uh, what was it? I interviewed um, a musician out of New Orleans, and they referred to it as music gumbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a fucking great. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um... And it, it, I really like that about music now is where it's not, like, again, when I was a kid, um, you listen to metal music, or you listen to hip-hop, or... <laughs> the listeners one day, there's the vacuum goes out. <laughs> the vacuum monster. I don't know, someone thinks you guys suck. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or we blow, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're, we're, we suck and blow at the same time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always something, man. Always yeah. something. Um... I lost track of what I was saying. That happens. I mean, I definitely uh, feel like... Or in oh, so yeah, nowadays it's just like, it's just music. And right. There's less walls up, there's less gatekeeping, so it just, it feels like, you know, there's a, a dive bar that I drink at frequently, and... Same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's like, a, all the bartenders are like young, probably your age, and they all listen like funk music. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not at all what I picture, yeah, like yeah. walking into this yeah. shithole right. bar, expecting right. to hear, you know... It made music. it made sense when they're when you were walking down physical aisles and it's like how do I find these records? Yeah, yeah. like you got to classify them somehow and put it on the but like internet and whatever. It's just because now you have whatever you like yeah. to like a classification. Yeah. I think yeah. like the evolution of music too of like kind of everything has been done. So it's like the way everything gets done in a new way is more blending things as opposed to before it'd be like. You could make like a very distinct, different sounding genre, and now it's just like all the lines are kind of becoming blurred because it was like, I mean, 50 years ago, there, uh, I don't know my math on 50 years ago, yeah. but like there wasn't rock and roll or there wasn't jazz before this kind of certain there time. Was 50, like, 50 years ago, there's rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what I mean? I was like, I don't even know what year it is. <laughs> but like, you know, like before that, like when it was just Mozart and Beethoven and stuff, you know, like none of the modern music had ever existed. And so then it's like, it's there was less to classify of like just think of how many like with the population increasing all this stuff like how much more music gets made every single day mm-hmm. and so it's like where we're at now is it's like there's no longer like i don't think there's like as much of a genre like obviously there still is but in order to make something different it's like it has to be genreless right yeah. you know like that's the only way to do something unique because there's seven to twelve notes in western music or whatever it is so it's like and that's one of those things, how do like, you spice even, it up even back then it's like rock was a variation of like jazz yeah you know and it, it's so it's all just a spin off of something else it's just now people have like they're like whatever i don't have i don't have time yeah we're a fast-paced world like we're not gonna not gonna come up with a new genre for what we're doing right? yeah um so when you guys are writing like who how does that go together like do you work with the lyrics do you freestyle lyrics over like uh the the chord progression you come up with like kind of like how how do you guys come up with stuff yeah so so like generally um it starts i would say like 70 to 80 percent of the time with the chord progression i would Mm -hmm. say like if chandler or landon come up with something that they find is like catchy or vice versa if i come up with something on a guitar or whatever we'll kind of send it back and forth and we kind of play around with melodies first so catchy riffs which if you listen to our music is kind of like a distinguishing factor with our with our music 
what I've actually been realizing instead of you know traditional courses generally what we do to replace and make it different is use like catchy ear candy riffs to take the place of what would generally be where choruses would go Mm -hmm. and so what you're creating is kind of like a blend between catchy lyrics and instrumental type of situation so we'll kind of play around with melodies chord progressions and then um, I usually get inspired by the vibe that those bring and then that brings along lyrics that I write to the songs and then we kind of all ping pong it back to each other you know I'll come up with a verse and then bounce it off of Chandler and Landon and they'll be like "Mm, what about this here and then we kind of just all collaborate until it pops out with the finished product it's like a jigsaw puzzle yeah it's a jigsaw puzzle is it I mean now that you guys are touring um, you said you toured over here once before the number one thing that kills every band is like pressure and inviting and like is that not an issue do you guys have a solution for that like pressure for what just like the kind of like oh i'm doing all the work you know you know just like every a band's a business you know right and like i have a a business partner and you know constantly we'll we'll butt heads yeah he's gonna edit this so like i guarantee anything i say bad about him will get edited out (laughs) (laughs) no but like and he's my best friend but at the same time like we're both serious about what we do and when you have people who are serious about what you do and you're like, no, I think this is the right thing. And he's like, I don't think it's right. You're bound to like have those conflicts. Like, and sometimes it can really fuck shit up. So like, yeah. yeah, exactly. I, I don't know if you, you guys would agree to say the same thing. I feel like the touring part on the relationship strain can be the most difficult just of sheer like, because then you're always locked yeah. in a car together yeah. and like all of those kinds of but things. You always being in the car with us? <laughs> <laughs> We're on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Get it off your chest. Right, right. But it's true because, and it's not even that you don't like the people, but you don't want to be around anybody twenty four seven. I think the hardest well, that, thing for me is like the only time you get to be alone is when you take a fucking shower. <laughs> yeah. And you get like ten seconds to take a shower, and then we got to get the fuck out of the hotel room, and so it's like. And then you and then you add on some you know some of the exhaustion factor mm-hmm. of yeah. you know minimal amounts of sleep and all of those sorts of things. So, but I would say for us, like creatively, pretty rarely there's like any real real any conflict disagreeing. Yeah. yeah, we definitely like butt heads and like we'll, we all have like our preference. I think like when it was Chandler and I as a duo, it would be a lot more back and forth because it's split 50-50, right? So Chandler would be like, I think this sounds better this way. Now yeah. we have a majority then, rule then situation. I, oh, yeah. Two so oh, that's then I would come back yeah. and be like, you know, I no, like I, <laughs> I want it this way. Whereas now we have Landon in the mix and we basically call it a democracy. Whereas like, and this goes for anything that we do in the car or music oriented, whatever. We're like, we want food, we want this. And one person's like, nah, 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 I want this. And we're like, well, two versus one. I don't want Popeyes again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like two versus one. Tuna. Fucking tuna. Pack it tuna from tuna. Target. It's pretty good. It's already like seasoned and everything. Oh, okay. I fucking love that shit. Man. It's brutal. <laughs> but I'm over it. I'm sick of it, but I love it. Yeah. I mean, so one of the things we do, we, we run uh, all sorts of events at uh, breweries. So like we do beer mug paintings at breweries. And we were just starting working with... Um, you guys hear music in the background. We're next to the rehearsal room, so bear with us. Um, so we, we were working with New Brewery, and they insisted we work in a price of a beer in the ticket price. And so 
on the way back, it was about an hour ride, I'm trying to figure out, did we lose money? Did we make money? Did we break even? Like, did it work out? So we're both doing math as we're driving. And I'm like, add this and this. And he's trying to deduct something else. We're just trying to add math, or uh, do math and figure out how we did. It was the closest I was ever just pulling over and being like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're walking yeah. home. I yeah. was so mad because he was trying to do what he was doing. And it was just that kind of like... You know, we were exhausted. It was a long day, and just yeah, it's 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 a tough thing. And yeah. So, do you try to treat your band like a business, or how much do you try to treat it like a business? It's a happy medium between yeah. a friendship, relationship, and business. I think we're all settling into our different roles. Like, and it's funny when you get to live with these people, like your best friends, twenty four hours a day for three and a half weeks, three weeks straight. You obviously learn about their like tendencies and their personality. I've known Chandler for years, so I already know all of his <laughs> tendencies and personalities. But Where the body's very right. It's like funny because like I've known Landon now for like two and a half years, three you know three years or something like that. But you get to know them really, you know, know them really fast when you're on the road with him. Mm-hmm. And you were living, and so yeah, I think it's just funny because you get to spend so much time with these people, and you're like. Oh, you know, that shit pisses me off, but oh. at, at the end of the day... All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Match you. <laughs> but I think, like, ultimately, we have our own roles. Like, Landon is very, we would say... Um, what would you? What were you saying, Landon? Swiss Army Knife? No, not Swiss Army Knife, but, like, when it comes to, like, business, or, like, he's very... Come on, you were. we were talking about it, like... You're oh like he, he he makes like, like systems. A, no, systems yeah, yeah. I love he loves like checklists <laughs> checklists like, yeah oh, he's very I hate sure that shit yeah. I love lists I like yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like crossing stuff off on the list mm. or like yeah. listing it definitely out. helps yeah. me but I just I hate like doing that kind of stuff where I'm like <laughs> it makes it no fun once you have to make like a checklist and it's like it reminds me of school and I'm just like I, yeah. but without that some things fall through the cracks we, mi- oh, we forget sure. everything Chandler is like the like fucking he's like a brainiac mastermind he's like, a technical yeah, wizard, technical wizard. <laughs> he puts together all of our live setups and it's cool because landon actually has a lot of experience with that as well so they can actually ping pong <clears throat> that off each other whereas before i'm not inclined in any way when it comes to technical things like that and i think my role is kind of just like the showman you know yeah. like talking to people and he's our fearless leader yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's the showman dreamer yeah. idea guy yeah and oh, then see like right. yeah, i can relate to your list but like that's me like, yeah one is like you know what we should do and frequently i'll call my business partner and be like all right it's your fault you left me unsupervised yeah, yeah. <laughs> no really like chandler's been yeah. like I'm the dream crusher, but I'm also like, I'm all about like Chandler the dream. Crusher. I'm all about making shit happen though. Yeah. yeah. But like it's like in a realistic way, and like he'll dream it up, and then I have to like kind of bring it down to like a no, we can't do a it on realistic Mars. level. Yeah. 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 Shoot me out of the sky. Yeah. He'll tell me to like hover a little lower. Yeah. yeah. But that, that, those things are so important. And again, my business partner is not social, mm. so he's always like. You're the guy. Go talk to people, and you know I'm I'm the one that shakes hands and and yeah you know, makes the deals happen, and he does the editing and all the technical right, shit. Yep. And, well, know, the, the grunt work. 
I'd say like we have a solid team as far as like different skill sets here, and then we also are fortunate enough to be with the Silverback Music family. Yep. Um, what is that for? Like their management oh, representation. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jared um, and Turtle, shout out to them. Yeah. Jared and Turtle. Jared yes. and Turtle. Okay. Yeah. His yeah. name is Brendan. Okay. Next, um, no. My business partner is Fish. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're a part of a management team called Silverback, which is also part of a, a bigger company called uh, Red Light. Mm-hmm. And they've been super helpful and instrumental um, in kind of helping us continue to grow and push things along and keeping us accountable to other people than just ourselves. And, and that, you know, that's really, that's super important. Um, being a visual artist, like people are always hitting me up and like, oh, can you paint this, draw this, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, when do you need it? And they're like, right. whenever. And I'm like, cool, it's not getting done. Yeah. Right. Like if you don't give me a date, a date like yeah. I'm going to hit that date. Right. But if you don't give me a date, I'm not even going to get it started. Yeah. yeah. You know? I think having a management to help us out too is huge for like as we we're saying when it was just me and eric it's like me versus eric sometimes you know yeah and then landon kind of helped become that like neutral party and then having management is also like another neutral party to like all of us to like kind of see things from like a different perspective and kind of help like it kind of helps keep all of us on track of like having that thing which i think is key for success of like yeah yeah and it really pushes like a band to a professional level yeah do you struggle with it becoming work a little i mean for me personally like a little but not i so i guess like a comparison is i used to surf somewhat professionally i wasn't like yeah. I didn't win shit, but I competed. <laughs> was, you know, I was like, there was like, you know, I could be like top ten here and there, oh, but yeah, it was like the guy that like you, you're just like if you think of like any like golf or tennis or some shit, it's like the guys that are in there, but you don't really notice them. Yeah, yeah. Like they're they're there. <laughs> yeah. That was about where I was at, but like when it kind of started getting more serious, having the sponsors and stuff, I started like kind of being like, this isn't why I started doing it. But music, I feel like there's that balance of, like, there's times where it feels like work, but it's like a labor of love. Like, it's, Mm -hmm. like, I love every bit of it, and it makes me, it gives me, like, um, like, purpose and, like, reason for doing things. And it's, like, the music side is still fun, but it's, like, kind of getting used to that. Like, oh, shit, we got to be here this time, this time, this time. Like, all, like, kind of just city to city to city, and it has, like, a little bit of that work feel, but it's, like, I, I get stoked on it, but it's also, like, just you're like, oh, shit, like, we got a lot to do, you know, so... Yeah, yeah, like, the work, quote-unquote, is, like, that I think he's talking about specifically when it's, like, we just came off of a seven-hour drive, finishing at one o'clock in the morning the night before, get straight to the venue, unload a, just an absolute Ungodly amount of shit. <laughs> carrying giant boxes up, fucking tiny corridor, hallways <laughs> up, unloading everything, sound checking, playing, drinking. Yeah, trying to do all of this drug, too. Doing a podcast. I had this moment the other night where we got back, I think it was in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and it's cold as hell. It was our our windshield was ice there's ice all over our car there's blood over the wall of the motel in the middle of nowhere we're pulling up one forty-five in the morning and we're just so beyond fried lugging gear out because we can't afford anything to get stolen out of the car yep. pulling it into the thing and just like laying in the shit bed and i'm just like fuck <laughs> but then 
you fast forward and you get to the venue and you start playing and then I kind of have these moments where I'm like looking at Lan and he's just smiling like playing drums I look at Chandler he's not smiling playing guitar <laughs> I get too stressed out about missing a note but I'm in, in, inside I'm always enjoying it yeah. no we have this ongoing joke where we're trying to bring Chandler out of his shell a little bit more but because yeah. he's he's like very technical but we need to get him on the theatrical side but anyways I had this moment where I'm just like at the end of the day, this is like what we're getting paid to do right now is like show up, bring people music, spread our messages, our vibe that all of us have worked so hard to create. And it's, it's the like, shit we're doing for free anyway, so yeah, we might exactly. as well get paid doing it. Yeah. And, and now it, it's out of time, man. It's, it's one of my favorite things like about this is heading in... Uh, heading into COVID, I was working marketing, got laid off. Now I just do this shit. Nice. And not nice about the getting laid off part. No, it's, it's honestly it's gonna be one of. I think I'm gonna look back and be like, that's one of the best things that's ever happened. Oh. Honestly, same. Or like, yeah, yeah. Or getting laid or getting laid off. Getting laid off is the best thing that ever happened to me. Back I was gonna yeah. say yeah. the same thing to him. I hated the last job that I was doing and quit before I had anything else. Before I like fully started music and gigging full time, and it's like, thank God. Thank God that job I mean, was my, so shitty. My <laughs> thing just lined up so perfectly. It's like I got laid off, and then the government's like, we're giving an extra $600 a week, and you're like, oh, fuck, okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and, and so now, like, every once in a while, you have those moments where it's, like, frustrating or you're doing something monotonous, like just emailing people or whatever. And, you know, you, I spend a lot of time emailing people I never hear back from. And, right. But then there's those moments where, like, you're like... You know, it's a great day, and we do comedy shows. It's hysterical, or you know, we're flying out to Vegas next week, and you just like stand in the casino and be like, "This is my fucking job. Yeah, like, this is my. I'm being paid to do this. This is yeah. ridiculous." We had a moment like that the other because we've been selling merch ourselves too. So we'll like play, and then we just go man the merch booth after, and it's yeah. like. That's honestly been one of my favorite parts where I was kind of like, oh, this is going to be a pain in the ass, like lugging tables around, setting this shit up, doing all that. And it's like, we go just hang out there and everyone comes up after and is like, oh, good set, whatever. And like, you get to like actually talk to the people that come out and just get to see who actually listens to your music. And you're like, I remember when we started, we were like, dude, if we can make one person smile, like we did something, you know? And it's like, when these people come up and they're like, oh, like, yeah, I've been listening to you for a year or whatever, like, kind of just tell them all these stories about how they found your music and stuff like that. And it's, like, cool being, like, on the front lines, per se, because, like, so many artists don't do that. They don't, yeah. like, sell their own merch or even, like, you know, or like, they'll charge to go meet them or whatever, where it's, like, cool being able to just be, like, at the show, you know? Like, that's the whole reason you go to a show is go check out the artists, see what they're all about, and so, like... Us being able to sell our own merch has been cool because we actually get to like interact with everybody and like really find out like about the people that listen to our music, which yeah. is cool, you know, because it's kind of like it, it, I was talking about that earlier, and I was telling Jeff. Uh, oh, by the way, we're at Cherry Wood Studios. Check them out. Uh, <laughs> I should give his studio a shout out. Yeah. Um, those drums are coming from. It's <laughs> an epic yeah. Yeah. room and facility and. This, nice vibe. This place yeah, is he, cool. he got nominated as like um, best producer in the area. Um, he didn't win, but he got nominated and yeah. for the first year of the studio. I think that's pretty great. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you guys care if I still know? I got it for you. <laughs> I stuck my jacket pocket full for us. Oh. But it it is that like we're talking and I'm like you know I look at our downloads and our you know where we've been downloading and all that but then i meet one person 
and be like, oh, I listen to your show. I'm like, wait, what? Really? Like how? You know, and, and, you know, we get a lot of downloads, and it's like, I know they get downloaded, but when you meet that one person in real life, and it's just, it's totally different. Yeah, you're like, oh, it actually is real. It's not just some number. Some number, like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's faceless. It's not know? ones and zeros and... <laughs> Well, I think that, and then even on top of that, we're very fortunate enough to have our other buddy sitting over here in the corner. Tour um, manager. Yeah. Tour, tour manager. Like all that. Like, yeah. He would be a great oh, I'm asking myself. This man has crazy ass stories. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to get him on the and, show. Uh, and, and very talented in his own right and skill set of photography and videography. Everyone say Tito! <laughs> yeah. But, um,. <laughs> The fact that we get to do as they're saying, sharing music and, and our stories, but be able to bring both other creative friends and things that are very talented in their own fields um, to probably more so him helping lift us up than us uh, yeah. lift him up, but, up. but being able to be a part of each other's creative journeys and yeah. like as we're you know all trying to build careers and everything too just makes it that much more. And it's one of Wild. those, like, as a collaboration type of... Like, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get, like, a tally mark going. <laughs> Whoever can count the number of cracks. Yeah. yeah. The right number of cracks at the end of this podcast. We'll send you a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Email, uh... uh info at thewideeyedkids.com. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's there's something about that collaboration, and that's what I love, and that's, like, me and Jeff, you know, we've been friends a long time, but... I met him, I moved to Plymouth, which is where I'm from, and there was this little tiny pub at the end of my street, and I would stagger home from there at night, and, and there was one night then he was playing, and apparently it's like, if not his first gig, but like one of his first like playing out gigs, and we just became quick friends, and now it's like, like hey man, uh, can you shoot studio? And it's, you know, we were talking about soundproofing, because we were like setting up our own recording studio now and it's it's just kind of like building those relationships and as he goes bigger and better like you can't help but go with them you right. know yeah. and it, it's it's that's my favorite part is like bringing my friends with me as they do the same right it's like we are building our tribe both in like the messaging and things that we want to communicate and say and comment on the world to fans and friends and things like that that like the music and then also building a tribe within other creative people of mm -hmm. you know just trying to share a same vision on that same side but being a part of you know behind the scenes and making it happen and all that kind of stuff and we just want to make sure everybody eats <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think going back to like the when you're talking about like if we ever argue or like any of that kind of stuff too i think big thing is remembering why you do it in the first place Whenever we, like, because sometimes it's easy to get too serious and get, like, your e like everyone's got their egos, and you get, like, oh, like, I did this work, you did this work, whatever. You're, like, kind of getting into that stuff, and, like, it's easy to forget, like, what we did. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's, like, that's what it's all about, and it's about having fun at the end of the day. And so, like, when you start getting too serious, I have that problem a lot, like, of where you just got to, like, kind of remember to be, like, Yes, like take it seriously because it's like it's what you love doing and you want to do the best you can. But also, fucking relax. Like drink yeah. a beer. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, like I, I love that sentiment. And so, I, we're like three hundred and we're probably pushing three hundred fifty episodes of this. Damn. And okay. 
it's always one of those like we don't have a good closing and through like talking to people recently i'm like yeah this we the two rules in inebriart is everyone is welcome and it has to be fun because why the why would are we doing why the fuck else like, and yeah. it's become you know it, like that work life balance where it's just it's so much work now but i'm like yeah i i got into this to have fun you know and like you have to stop and remember like yes i'm answering this email now but i did it for the fun moments that come along with it mm. and that's crucial yeah. I think we're winning if we're drinking on the job and not getting fired for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, sure. <laughs> so I'll tell you a story because I don't work there anymore. Yeah. Um, and actually, the, the, the last place I worked at was fucking cool. And I worked uh, <laughs> marketing for Stainless Steel Company, mm-hmm. which is the goddamn most boring thing to try to market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stainless like, steel. A stainless steel, steel scroll. Yeah. Screw. Or not. I don't know what a scroll is. Scroll? Um, but it was the day before Thanksgiving, and my boss calls me over to her desk, and I'm like, what's up? She opens the bottom drawer of her desk, and there's a handle of Fireball whiskey. And I'm like, uh, she goes, it's for the marketing meeting. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to really like working here. <laughs> you got to throw that in yeah, there. Yeah. Oh, Tino! You would say Tino! Yeah. <laughs> Wait, does that one count? Because he's not actually talking. Yeah. You know, say say what? So, kind of like, what's next? Like, do you guys have big plans? Are you just trying to get through the tour? Like, world domination. World yeah, domination. Yeah, first yeah. and foremost. Yeah, that's, that's you say that, but it's a lot of fucking work. Right, yeah, right, we're not right. doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. World's full of. Oh no, you mentioned it. You kept saying your message. What is the wide-eyed kid's message? Like, what message are you guys trying to get across? I think it varies individually, but we also have a group message. What is it, boys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what is it? I'd say our group message is like (laughs) virtually anything is achievable if you really, I mean, I know it's cliche, but if you truly have like motivation, purpose, and intention with what you want to do. Like I know, for example, and this is me personally, is I've always wanted to do music and I'm not even joking. You can, these guys can confirm, and I'll say this on a fucking podcast. (laughs) You can't, I cannot name you maybe more than four chords on a guitar. Like, if they're like, yo, play G sharp or play D sharp, I couldn't really tell you where that is on a guitar. Yeah. But if you played it, he could find it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I could find it, I could hear it, and we have managed to make music and get to a level where we're at now. From fucking scratch. Yeah. You should hear us trying to make the sounds like imitating. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. pretty classic. Yeah, like, it's That makes sense. A couple of these, maybe yeah. a couple of these. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, it's so true because it's like, you know, there's so many Juilliard trained musicians that drive taxis, and then you have bands like the Sex Pistols. Yeah. I think yeah. it comes into doing like, as opposed to like, I don't know, some people get too serious with the whole music theory thing, all that kind of stuff, and it's like, a lot of people just, like, they don't, they're not themselves enough, like, they're so concerned on making something good, or, like, doing something like this, or like that, whatever it is, and they forget to just have fun and do, like, that's how you do something unique, is just doing you, like, not giving a fuck, not, like, studying everyone else so hard to, like, figure out, like... You know, I don't know, like how, like I feel like a lot of people just like really try to imitate too hard as opposed to my least favorite thing is going to see bands with those people. Yeah, and, and like then they're like, oh, they're flat. Oh, they're sharp. I'm like you're yeah. missing the performance. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. The performance isn't perfect. It's, it's not a supposed whole, to be. Yeah. It's a whole thing, yeah. yeah. Or like 
some people too like i feel like a, a thing that gets in a lot of musicians way is trying to play something hard mm-hmm. and it's like most shit that's hard to play doesn't sound very good yeah like minus Jimi hendrix <laughs> you know but like a lot of times like when people try to get too intricate with all this stuff it's like they're missing the point of like the catchy melody in your head or like what feels good it's not about doing something hard it's about doing what you feel all right there's you know, a reason like, why you know there's so many songs that are like what C A minor F G or yeah, right, whatever it is. It's, and it's catchy and Eric doesn't know what those are, but chords. Chords. There's six of them on a guitar. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, and then I think also so it's like if we had to break it down to what we're about is obviously like finding your purpose and pursuing it like relentlessly until it becomes your reality. I think mm-hmm. we're all so individual, so unique, we all have so much potential. And, I mean, again, delving into the cliché type of situation, but, like, a lot of that is suppressed nowadays. It's, like, go to a 9-to-5, get a stable income, find, like, a job, and then just keep doing that until you're in the grave, where it's, like, pursue what makes you happy, that gives you purpose, and that fills your stoke meter, (laughs) quote-unquote. And then, at the end of the day, fucking spread as much love and positivity that you can. I think one thing that I appreciate about all of us is like before shows, during shows, after shows, whoever is a part in helping us, like we individually all take the time to like thank those people, appreciate them. Like we're always like fucking appreciate you because we understand the type of shit, the effort. Thank you, sound guy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, sound guy. I've done sound and artists are fucking assholes <laughs> oh, like just fucking they don't know shit they come in and they're like oh whatever and it's like they're fucking assholes and like they don't get that like why shit's not working and half the time they're like doing some sh- dumb shit like covering up the microphone making it feedback pointing at the monitors whatever and you're just like dude like you gotta be a little better at what you're doing so that I can be do what I can do you know or like so the sound guy is take you down yeah. I'll be <laughs> he starts drinking. The sound guy is the most underthink guy in the music industry. Yeah. But at the end of the day, is like making sure that the message that we promote is uplifting and it raises people's vibrations. That's I think our goal with yeah. our music. Is I, I, I love what you say about like the people who work those nine to five jobs, because like if you're at a party or a bar, and the guy to your left works a nine to five job, and the guy to your right does what he loves to do. You're gonna end up talking to the guy that loves what he loves to do. Yeah. He's gonna be energized by his bed. I'll fucking tell you about it. Exactly. And the other guy's gonna be like, "My wife sucks. My boss sucks." Yeah. You know? And it's it's. I mean, people have to do shit jobs, unfortunately. Yeah, that's, that's what like, I was gonna say. I was like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not crapping on anyone that you know. I've done shit jobs too. Yeah, same. But I was unhappy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think even then, like a big theme through a lot of the music and songs is like even regardless of whatever the job is or whatever is there's a big portion of it that's about like adventure and exploration yeah. Yeah. and finding that in you know there's a song called the moon that's about taking a trip i was listening to that on which is yeah. uh yeah. eric will say you know not always necessarily the the vacation trip yeah. <laughs> but i mean that's also one of those things where it's like you know you're living in a van with two other guys it's tough it's hard there's a lot of work but you know after how long you said towards three weeks six weeks three weeks, three yeah. weeks. This, yeah this was at three the weeks. end of the three weeks you let another three weeks go by and they kind of start to reminisce yeah. you're like oh, i remember when this stupid thing happened or you remember when this horrible thing happened right, <laughs> right. it's a great story i i mean even i don't even know if i would say a full three weeks some through some of this we've gotten like two days off and we're like 
I can't believe St. Louis was four days ago. <laughs> like, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've just been trying to <laughs> have this little ongoing joke. So we were in OKC, and I was up there, and I had, and then at some point in the show, I had, like, shouted out the city, and I was like, you guys still with us, Houston? <laughs> Yeah, and then the crowd, like they said that somebody, and I had literally no idea that I even said that until Landon told me after the show. The best part is we would, there's no plans to go to Houston on this tour. (laughs) (laughs) Houston was never even mentioned on this tour besides talking about problems, maybe. And this man just goes, uh, he pulled Houston Houston out of his ass. And And then someone in the crowd's like, we're not Houston. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I pulled it together and I was like, okay, see, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. He's but like, just kidding. I was just testing you guys. Yeah. Make sure you, yeah. you, know, you know, know where you're, you're from. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that, I mean, that shit happens all the time. Like, now that I don't have a normal work schedule, you'd be like, oh, blah, blah. I'd be like, yeah, I'll see you Friday. And they're like, that's tomorrow. And be like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> well, that and we've, I mean, we've been jumping time zones too and because we went oh, like new mexico rough. into texas back into new mexico back oh, into that's texas. a funny story so too. we jumped time zones like two uh. or th- three times in the one day and i flew in from hawaii the night before we played our first show in san diego Jesus. so i've been fucked up yeah, yeah. i was uh, going back to new mexico i was talking up carlsbad caverns like you wouldn't believe <laughs> i'm like boys we're going to carlsbad caverns on the way he we got some days off he, like he was the one that i was like i would not yeah. shut up about that shit and we booked this shitty Motel 6 in the middle of Carlsbad. <laughs> and I'm not going to name any names, but Landon and Eric weren't the ones that were supposed to book the the data. Actually, the reservation to go to the national park. And so someone didn't do it. <laughs> and we basically drove to the middle There's of There's only fucking, three people in the band. So yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Get chance right, right. We're in the middle of nowhere at New Mexico. Like, there's fucking... Like, this place has nothing. Like, it's yeah. so shitty. Literally. And we basically just drive there to go stay at a Motel 6 to continue on because I fucked up and didn't get our reservation. And I was, like, sitting there. We stopped at, like, a Walmart or something and we go there to deposit cash or whatever. And I'm, like, in there and I'm kind of like, oh, how am I going to tell the boys this? Like, <laughs> like so... <laughs> but it's funny because Chandler has so like it's, it cracks me up because as technical and detail oriented as as he is, he has this weird See Chandler. If you had a list, yeah, yeah, I know. The list brings me back to not having fun. <laughs> right, 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 right. That he's that it's bad. Then we're back in school, <laughs> which I should probably go back. Yeah. <laughs> No, but he has this weird, funny thing where it's like reservations or like booking things. I'm always like, dude, did you did you make sure? Because he's like bought concert tickets for like the, the wrong, wrong day. The wrong day. He's bought like he scheduled his like car service or like the wrong month in the wrong month. So I'm like, dude, we gotta book this. And you did the same shit one yeah. time too. So that's why Landon books all the hotels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, in New York. no, I didn't book. That was a whole different story. I didn't book at the wrong time. I just booked an Airbnb in like a gnarly part of New York where we were go- where we were going to stay the last time we were on tour and I didn't really know and then after looking it up I- we were like oh probably shouldn't have booked that <laughs> and it was like seven dollars to stay there yeah, yeah exactly exactly <laughs> Probably shouldn't, be lugging, probably shouldn't be lugging all this music equipment and thousands yeah, thousand of dollars worth of gear. But I, I, I cut you, I'll cut you some slack because my biggest thing lately has been, like, we'll set up an event and I'll be like, all right, so, like, it starts at this time, so our setup, we need to be there at this time, and then somehow that becomes the start time in my head. So when I create the events, it's like, all right, the start time is this time. People are like, I thought it started at 2. Why does it start at 12? Now I have to be there at 10? I'm like, yeah. 
Why does it start at 12? Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shit. Let's yeah. check this channel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I usually do pretty good, like, I have with no list, or I used to, like, not even write down my homework and shit, but then there's the one little thing that's, like, the straw that breaks the camel's back, that there's just that one extra thing to remember, and then all of a sudden, I just fucking start forgetting, like, super important shit. <laughs> that and, and, and we're very fortunate to be hitting the levels where the logistics get more and more difficult, because... Yeah. Then the that means you're doing something. Yeah, that's that's part of that. Like, if you're not, if you're not working hard to meet kind of the goals, then you're just you're not pushing yourself. Right. You know? The the teams have gotten a little bigger. The production levels have gotten bigger, and all that kind of stuff, which takes more, and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's why we probably need to incorporate a little more lists now. I'm gonna say that we don't need to incorporate <laughs> yeah, yeah, lists. Yeah. I just don't want to make. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm going to say is lists are going to feature prominently in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know, you know why don't kids show up to talk about lists? Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where we delegate Mr. Chump. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's important to know your, your skills. Right. But, um, so where can people go to check out your music? You know, all your... Uh, check out our OnlyBands. Yeah, yeah. OnlyBands? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, is that a real fucking thing? No, we're thinking about starting be. it. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of work that we don't want to do yeah. on that. We're busy with our band. No, then... Trademark that shit. And then, band, <laughs> then Bandcamp or Patreon just hunt us down. Yeah. Yeah. OnlyBands? But no, we're on uh, all basically online platforms for streaming music. Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud... Um, YouTube, YouTube, yeah. Those actually, are, we need to update SoundCloud. I don't think we actually have most of our recent stuff on there, but okay. Well, you heard it first. Maybe don't check out. SoundCloud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it up there. We'll get it up. There. Add it to the list. But yeah, yeah. I mean, our, ma- our main one that we push is Spotify. Yeah, and YouTube and YouTube. Nice. So that's where all of our Pandora. Yep, Pandora. Our latest work is out. That's where you'll find our whole kind of catalog of music that we put up. Kids Bob. Yeah, Kids Bob. baby. <laughs> Do you guys do like the? Do you have like vinyl and. We want to get that done. A lot of people have been asking us on this tour if we have like CDs and stuff like that, and I was like, we have no space. Yeah. Aren't CDs vintage now? It, <laughs> I talked to a band. Uh, God, now I'm gonna be totally blank on the band's name. It was not too long ago. I talked to a lot of people, but they're putting out cassettes. Oh, and I'm shit. like, why? And he's yeah. like, because you know they're popular. I'm like, yep, yeah, they sound like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause that's laughs> if yeah. if anybody listening is interested in vinyl, email us at info at the wide eyed kids. Yeah, because so we, we can, can get a pre order started. Because that's the other thing is we're like, how many people are actually gonna buy it? You know, like we don't. Well, the nice always thing now is you can always tracking. do like a Kickstarter. Yeah. And just be like, you know, we need to sell a hundred to make it worthwhile, and then you set up a hundred. You know. And if yeah. You get a hundred people interested, and then you're like, all right, well, let's do it. Great. Yeah. That would be a good idea. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a great idea. Add, add that to the list. Making <laughs> <laughs> a list right now. Yeah, right. Paper. Right. <laughs> but well, thank you guys for taking the time. I know it's a brutal touring schedule. And not at all. This thanks is for fun. the beers, man. Yeah. Of yeah. No, we're thankful to be here. It's not. It's not brutal. It's brutal, yeah. but it's not brutal. It's, it's right. It's, it's like a good brutal. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's it's like. Uh, it's challenging, like in a good way. Yeah. yeah. It's challenging up until the pluck of that first guitar note chord yeah. and then it's like uh, <laughs> like sizzling is... in us hot right, 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 right. going on first or second yeah, first. first nice so you get to warm up the crowd yeah, yeah. do you guys get to look at the venue at all yet yeah, yeah it's dope. It's dope. this is my favorite place south of boston oh yeah like okay. far nice the sound i mean looks, the yeah. setup looks they, they uh went all out and uh it's we're a, gonna it's make it venue. i've seen some really uh some 
great shows here. So. Yeah. And we are so stoked to be here on Inebriart with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. A-N-D-Y. <laughs> All right. <let's> see. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking showing off. I have your names written here. So right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You told me your name once, and I'm going to... Oh, no, it's not, no, I'm not even wearing that shirt. <laughs> yeah, I have terrible name memory, but what, I, what I have horrible. to do is... What I've been doing lately is when I hear someone's name... You spell it out? No, I fucking just... In my head, I'm just like... Andy, 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 Andy. <laughs> or like, John, 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 John. And then that way it's like, I'll still probably forget it. So. <laughs> I'll tell you this story. I'm, I don't know if I've told it on the podcast, before, or this podcast. So we have another show called Bar Talk. <laughs> and it's all bar and restaurant industry people. And we were recording at this, like, um, men's social club kind of, basically where, like, guys go to drink without their wives. <laughs> And um, the strip club? It's like a thing around here. But um, so there's this guy, Lou, and he's like this old crusty bartender. He's fucking great. And so I'm going around the table introducing everybody. I'm like, oh, I'm here with Mel. And he's like, my name's Lou. I'm like, oh shit, sorry, man, blah, blah, bad names. The whole episode, Lou, 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 Lou. So we take a break, you know, everyone gets more beers come back and i'm like all right i'm here with mel he's like my name is fucking lou <laughs> and i'm like i don't i don't know what goes on up here i can't yeah i'm terrible with names so wait, his name was lou his name's lou but i kept calling him mel oh. and then but then like i went to lou and then when we went back i called oh, him mel again like fuck. i just that's I'm hard really bad with names yeah really bad what if what if and i was just so lucky yeah. that you guys it's sat in the order that i wrote you guys down oh perfect yeah easy yeah so that was just coincidence yeah. Well, thank you for having us. Yeah, it's been man. Fun. Um, anytime you guys got shit going on, feel free. Reach out. You know, 100%. if you got a new album or something, we'll do. you know, you walk them on anytime. You don't always have to bring beers. Yeah, we will. I mean, we definitely got some some new music that should be coming out over the summer. So, oh yeah, yeah. Nice. Be be on the lookout for that. Yeah, any listeners, check us out on Spotify. I think like that really helps us out. Shoot us a follow on Instagram. We keep our socials up to date all the time so <clears throat> any new releases videos anything really that we're up to it will go out on the socials first or very yeah. shortly after so if you want to stay update, updated with us follow those and anything that we post will and you heard Chandler email him info at with how many beers we drank and best of luck and uh, we'll catch everybody next week Yee. awesome have a good one how many beers did we drink? Yeah. <laughs> and thanks for checking out the show today, listeners. Uh, if you enjoyed the content today, you can go over to patreon.com slash inebriart to support the show. You can join over there for just a few dollars a month and help us provide this fun content that you just checked out. You can also email us at inebriart.com with your questions, complaints, and concerns, or you can find us on all social medias at inebriart or at inebriart6 on Instagram. And also don't forget to check out our other shows, Bar Talk Podcast, Old Colony Cast, Inebriart, and all the other shows on the Inebriart Network, which you can find at inebriart.com. Thanks again for listening.